This is the 77 WABC minicast. Joining us now is Dick Morris, who has an awesome new book about Hunter Biden. Boy, is it timely. Uh, And another big bestseller, Dick. Um, You know, Dick, President Biden's poll numbers are wow. I just saw a new number that just a few seconds ago, and you know these numbers better than anybody, Dick Morris, fell to a record low of 27 percent among independents. He's tanking also with young people. Uh, And a lot of people aren't happy. A lot of young people that are out there protesting aren't happy with him. Uh, So he's trying to push the green energy deal, like trying to woo them. But is is he in a free fall? First of all, Rick, I'm delighted to hear the show is now the Cats, Mercedes, and Cosby show. I think that's great. Cats and Rita, huh? Thank you. Cats and Cosby. You got to have the good cats alliteration. You know? good. Yeah, good. Cats, Cosby, and, and now it's Cats, Cosby, and Morris today. Glad you got your <laughs> name in there, John. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, there has been, there's been a huge decline in Biden's polling. And let me put it in perspective. There were sort of three recent periods. One was July and August. In July and August, uh, Biden dominated the polling. There were about 19 national polls during that period, and Biden was the was in first place in 17 of them. Then you have the second period, which is basically from the uh, beginning of August until October 27th. And in that period, the two candidates were absolutely neck and neck. There were 51 national polls. And uh, Trump led in 21 of them and Biden led in 19 of them and 12 of them were a dead even tie. So there was no daylight between them. There was a complete deadlock. Then on October 27th, it all changed. Since October 27th, there have been been 21 polls and uh, Trump is leading in 19 of those and Biden in only two. And uh, the the everything changed at the end. At, everything changed in October, and uh, we we must look at that and understand why it did. The economy was basically the same. The candidates were, of course, the same. But what was totally different was the invasion of Israel the, by Hamas. That completely changed everything. And uh, I'm not saying that because I believe it's true. I that I know it's true from the polling. And I'm thinking about how you explain what is obviously the case. And I think that there were sort of two periods in American reaction to uh, this issue. The first was immediately after the invasion. Uh, I think that there was a strong revulsion against uh, Hamas and the, the photos and the brutality and the atrocities and all of that. And Biden hurt was hurt with that, not just because of his policy. But because in times of war, people need a strong, decisive, aggressive leader. And they know that Biden certainly is not that. And then I think we went through. Yeah, hold on just one second. I'm on the radio show. Please come <laughs> <laughs> This is called live radio, Dick. <laughs> yeah, well, when the plumber comes, you open the door. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, wait. We take a John, I didn't know we took a backseat to the plumber. Okay, why not? <laughs> so. Then there was a second phase, which I think started about three weeks ago. Uh, And their people, and their people, then people decided that they opposed Biden, not just because they thought he was too weak and too senile for the moment, but because of his pro-Palestinian policies. Uh, 
And uh, the student demonstrations with their anti-Semitism and their overt condemnation of Israel and Biden's failure to repudiate them have much the same impact on the voters as in 2020, Trump's failure to repudiate white supremacists and, uh, and, and the neo-Nazis at the Charlottesville rally. And I think that it triggered a gigantic move against Biden. And Biden doesn't counter that because he wants the Palestinian vote, which is now about 2% in the U.S. And more importantly, he wants the, he can't alienate the, uh, the students and other demonstrators who are attacking Israel. You know, uh, you know what's interesting, Dick, Um, as we're speaking, the president, exactly to your point, Dick Morris, he's on his way now to um, to Colorado and he's pushing this green energy climate change. Is that because he's he doesn't want to lose them on like at least some of these people that are out there protesting? He's trying to he seems like he's turbocharging that message. I think that it's more because of the things I outline in my new book, Corrupt, the inside story of Biden's dark money. I think that he is pushing the green agenda uh, to increase our dependence on Chinese batteries. And uh, I think that it's a long-term strategy to replace Arab sheiks with Chinese communist bureaucrats as the people who control the buttons of our energy policy. But let me go back to the Middle East. The Biden is in a position now where he is daily alienating people. And the Democrats just announced that they want to attach conditions to the aid to Israel, which essentially uh, give Hamas everything it wanted, an indefinite bombing pause and into the embargo and into the blockade of Gaza, uh, ultimately a two-state solution and all of that. And uh, I think as Biden and the Democrats move more toward the Palestinians and away from Israel, they are sacrificing votes in huge numbers. And it's it's kind of akin to the what happened during the Black Lives Matter demonstrations in 2020. But then the demonstrators uh, had sympathy, public had sympathy for them because the murder of George Floyd started it all. But now they have no sympathy for the demonstrators because they watched the Palestinians massacre the Jews. And that's what started it all. So I think that Biden has not only moved to the left, he's identified himself with a, a movement that people actually hate uh, and, and fear. And I think that that is responsible for the gigantic change in his ratings. But in any case, whether you agree or disagree with my analysis, you can't disagree with the numbers, which is on the end of October, for whatever reason, this race changed from a deadlock into a Trump route. Yeah, no, that's really powerful. Um, Dick, um, before I let you go, your book is about uh, Biden's dark money. Where is Where do you think all of this is going with Hunter Biden? Well, I think that it's headed for an impeachment trial of Joe Biden in which all of this stuff will come out. And I'm delighted that he's testifying. I wish the Democrats let him do it in public at first rather than doing it in camera first and then going public, because what he has to say will alienate everybody. And uh, I think that the China issue is going to loom very large in the campaign because the facts have not come out yet. They're just beginning to come out. My book compiles them all and deals with them, but they're not on page one of the newspapers. And uh, and people need to be acquainted with it, and that's why I wrote the book. And I think this will ultimately be 
that even more decisive and development in the campaign. Well, uh, everybody, to get more details, go to your book, uh, Corrupt, the Inside Story of Biden's Dark Money, another big bestseller by our friend Dick Morris. Dick, thank you for being here. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Rita. Thank Thank you. you.